We're doing it. Good morning. We're doing it. <laughs> it is 5.45 a.m. and <coughs> your Fit AF coaches are alive and feeling well. Um, I feel like a morning radio talk show host right I now. Like it. The way I'm talking is so... And good morning, Fit AFers. It's, yeah, it's like <laughs> excitement, but also smooth and weird. <laughs> um... We're talking about mental fortitude. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said that so American. Yeah, mental fortitude. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Doing it, this right now yep. is a little bit of a mental fortitude. Yeah. I yeah. am in that season, which happens four times a year, to where I have extreme insomnia. <laughs> so and i so it's i go to sleep late and i wake up extremely early so maybe that's what's going on with me as well we're both kind of experiencing the insomnia yeah but we're getting our shit done every day that's true yep things don't stop having to get done yep that's the weirdest way to avoid that i think but i know it. it works <laughs> <laughs> yeah you mm. can't just leave things alone they don't just stay where they are they just get worse yep mhm sitting there waiting eating at me yeah. Until I get them. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking about mental fortitude. <coughs> I think this topic's important to both of us. Um, just because. I actually think this is extremely important to everyone. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I think this is also where a lot of people. I think people believe that there are people like you and me or others who are like. Don't Constantly struggle. pushing themselves. Yeah. They just don't struggle. Yeah. Like, you guys are coaches. You guys probably always want to work out. You guys always want to go do stuff you guys always want to do this and it's like that's by far and large like nowhere near let me set the record straight i almost never want to work out let me tell you guys <laughs> something adam is the laziest personal trainer <laughs> i've ever met that's my f i think i made that comment years ago and i You've still stand by it yeah many times him he will go to the grocery store <laughs> and he'll drive around for it was like a few minutes like he's like what are you doing just park and he's like dude i want to park so far away and i was like what the hell are you talking you're about? like you're the laziest personal trainer i know <laughs> like we could easily have gotten our food by now <laughs> I, or be on our way to getting our food i know the very important task of rest and relaxing <laughs> i do not that's that's true though yeah that's where we differ yeah i uh my boss recently said i know your currency and your currency is quality time you want to control your time and be able to do the things that you want to do and find value in. And I was like, you hit the nail on the head. So I know how to rest and relax. That's for sure. That's I wouldn't call myself lazy. I wouldn't either. Because I get That's my stuff I, done. That was just a funny way of wording it. Yeah. I just don't get my stuff done when people think I should be getting my stuff done. <laughs> That's a, we recently looked at those chronotypes yeah. you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And how like you're like a definitive night person, yeah. And my my energy cycles and chronotypes for those of you who don't know are like morning people, night people. But now there's like eight of them, and one of them is people whose energy spikes in the morning and spikes in the evening. That's me. And that's <laughs> yeah, that's me too. And I'm and I uh, but like you catch me in the middle of the day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just a like. How many times have you caught me sleeping on the couch? It's every least, all the time it yeah. infuriates me sometimes yeah it's just you're like why are you i think you probably know because i come in and like open the windows and like yeah turn the turn this light on yeah well it's like uh, my head i'm just like you're you're asleep in the group room so 
Oh yeah, it's I'm always like down in the group here. Room. I know, and I'm like down here. I'm like I'm not gonna be all quiet because you're just sleeping in the That's group. That's fine. I'm sorry. It's good for me. I know, and you. I mean, you never get up and get mad. Nope. So never I mean, once. Too, uh, mo- uh, many of the times, I'll just sleep through it anyway. You I'll do. Like look at you, and I'll Fucking be like, stubbornness. You're just like, I don't care. Okay, <laughs> I'm back to sleep. I'll win this battle. <laughs> I came in here one time, That's and Grace was fortitude. sitting in perfect darkness. <laughs> like on that chair and I was like what are you doing she's like Adam's sleeping and I was like <laughs> I just opened up all the windows like I don't give a fuck this is the group room yeah. like, he can do whatever he wants in here that's me like, man. he knows the risks of sleeping in here I need a siesta in the middle of the day it's great no and then like it's perfect for working at a gym because people are only ever there and like up through about noon and then the middle of the day no one's there and the evening they're back so it works for my energy cycles. That's the. I want a, a moderate lifestyle to that. <laughs> Not as much as that, but <laughs> yeah. that's it what I'm working towards with our, our stuff that we're working on here, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. I would love nothing more than to have a yep. big able to take a nap during the day. Takes mental fortitude. Please let me sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me sleep, please. No, it's pretty great. It works out. It's also probably why I could <coughs> never have a nine to five job ever again. Hmm. Yep. But yeah, we're talking about mental fortitude. Uh, like I said, this is something that's important to both of us. And I think it's taken both of us, you know, quite a lot of work to build up our own personal mental fortitude. Yep. And I think everybody has different starting positions. I know that I started pretty low as like a teenager and young adult. I wouldn't say I had much mental fortitude and <coughs> uh, external circumstances kind of forced me to so i feel pretty lucky to have had some hard bad times in my life that, yeah. that pushed me to become i mean if you asked people that knew me in my early 20s a totally different person than i am today and you know that happens to most people i think is you know you either survive or die yep i think it's either instilled by parents at some point like if you have yeah. a good family unit um you know like uh not name drop, but we know a man who has many sons and they're all successful in their own right and doing their own thing. It's because him and his wife have raised them to be so and like yep. cultivated it while letting them do what they want to cultivated them to keep pushing and pushing yeah. the envelope and challenging themselves and everything like that. Or there's like you said, you and me who have had to overcome adversity and through that we've had to pretty much build up this resiliency in our minds and mental fortitude in order to keep pushing forward and challenging ourselves and then become addicted to it if you do it enough You're like okay what's Absolutely. the next challenge what's the next thing to do yeah pre-podcast <coughs> we were just talking about how uh the things that we don't like like i like to run and getting out and running doesn't really get to me mentally you know, like I could like most of the winter I didn't run and then going out and run here when we've had good weather. I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is this is I'm used to this. Oh, this is enjoyable. Yeah, it's <coughs> it's not something that gets to me too much. But, you know, lifting and especially things like back squats. I hate yeah. back squats. And very recently I did squats every day for like 30 days just to get over it. Be like, OK, I'm going to learn to like these. <laughs> and what I learned was I still don't like squats, but. <laughs> They're not going to find their way out of my own personal programming when I do pr- do my own programming. Yep, but say, yeah, you mm-hmm. can follow my programming, and it's a lot, a lot of legs. Yep. And you were telling me the other day how your legs are getting so much stronger. Yeah, I can't pull my pants over my thighs. Yep. 
It's like a different While he's losing weight. Yeah, and it's like it's loose on my waist. Like my jeans were <clears throat> so tight on my legs, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. It was a good feeling. It's worth it. And mine's the exact opposite of him to where weightlifting is my comfortable space. No matter what kind of lifting it usually is, I feel extremely comfortable doing it. Whether mm-hmm. it's crossfitty stuff, powerlifting, you know, Olympic, whatever. I feel good doing it. I like all those movements, but running for me, and I also think because running is kind of a, honestly, is something like meditation. Yeah. Like you're just stuck there. Yep. If you're outside, you're inside, no matter what, like, you know, like you're just in this space to where it's you and you're running and it's just you and your mind and it's you against your mind every single time. 100%. And those long duration ones and everything this, you know, like to me, that's where. I can do like long duration CrossFit workouts, like 20 minutes or something. But when you're on a long run and it's like an hour or maybe more, yeah, you're sitting with yourself and everything, ever all, you know, after a few miles, your body, your body and your mind are like, uh, you should probably stop this. Why are you yeah. doing this? This isn't, nor- we're not even chasing anything. Yeah. Your brain Why just are you started. doing this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Start to get some, uh, some, some things come up that you have to come up against and it's, yeah, I mean, it becomes Meet a thing. resistance. And I think, honestly, you know, I'd been experimenting with meditation since I was a teenager. And when I first found fitness, it was like, wow, that sounds religious. When I first found fitness, when fitness saved me. It can be, you know. Yeah, you can treat it as such. Probably, it's probably not a good stand-in for other more, more elaborate religions. But anyhow. I don't judge people. Yeah. It's one of those things, though, that running came easy to me because there was a battle rhythm to it mm-hmm. so you could kind of you know it felt easier to find a groove but you know it just comes with those things like what are you experienced in and and what do you spend the time doing yeah and everybody's different I, I was also discussing how yoga is something that i just like while i'm doing yoga i don't think i ever enjoy yoga like <laughs> i can i can get into a workout i can get into lifting you know once i get into lifting i'm i'm in and i'm enjoying it runs it's but pretty much start to finish, I'm feeling pretty great. Unless I've like eaten something before or something I cramp up or, you know, something stupid like that. But yeah. yoga is one of those things where I don't feel good until the second you're doing Shavasana where you're like laying down flat and your body's just like, what the fuck <laughs> did you just do? But then I feel amazing. Yep. Like I really, really feel good. So my thing too is uh yoga I enjoy it, <clears throat> like, while I'm doing it and everything, but the benefits afterwards, like, I remember we did it, hot yoga, a while ago, and uh, mm-hmm. did the, I think I had squats, uh, back squats the next day, and, oh, my God, it felt so good. I was so, 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 I don't, you don't even realize, like, where you're tight until it's all stretched, and then I went into a back squat the next day, and everything felt so smooth, like, there was not any hiccups or anything anywhere and i didn't realize there were any hiccups until there wasn't and it was like oh man yep like i usually just push through that yeah and i did last year i did like 90 days of yoga and this is another it's topical on mental fortitude because i just came out of a course with the army that was a year long and was constantly challenging even when i wasn't it was like a only on drill weekends even on those off days it was like constantly stressful for a whole year straight and after graduating that course and and you know earning the things that came with it i think it was like two days yeah i was like all right i need another thing (laughs) it was just one of those things that 
you feel kind of lost without a challenge. And I think everybody sort of feels that's that way. And some people have felt that way maybe for like days, months and years, you know, where yeah, they don't even realize it. Yeah. They're just, they're just sort of disheveled and, and don't feel really fulfilled or challenged in life. And they're that's kind of floating along. And I, I think sometimes they need that wake up call that it's like, Hey, you know, you can't just wait for life to throw the challenges at you and get blindsided by them. Like you need yeah. to throw challenges at yourself on a daily basis. I was about to say like, and most people don't realize it doesn't even matter necessarily what the challenge is. Yeah. Like it's just something that's like we said, it's going to build that mental fortitude. Yep. Like it's something that you're going to struggle with and you're going to have to figure out ways to overcome it. And you have to figure out ways to fit it in. Like, you know, like you make this decision and then guess what? It's up to you to figure out how to do it. Yeah. And you work around it and it takes time and everything and challenges you. And then guess what? Like you said, you do it. You feel like you, you succeeded. You get that. Yeah, I fucking did it kind of mentality. And they're like, all right, yep. so what's next? You feel fucking confident. You get a yeah. little bit more confident. And then you use that to roll into the next thing and the next thing. And you're going to fail sometimes. But yep. the thing is, you're going to have that confidence built up like from all these things. Yeah. And I think you really do need to. You know, because there, there probably are a lot of people that are like challenge addicts, you know? Yeah. And it's like, there is, there's some thought that has to go into it. You can't look at it like you're always chasing, you yeah. know? Like you have to look at it like, hey, to some degree, I always want to be in the process because the process is making me better. And that the end result is just kind of a happy benefit, you know? Well, I think, yeah, also you have to set... Like you said, your yoga, 90 day. Yep. Like you have a goal. Like it has to be defined. Like you can't just say, I'm going to do yoga every day. Because then like, what does that mean? Yoga every day for three days? Yoga every day for 90 yeah. days? Or like me, if they're, um, everyone, I think we already told everyone, like I'm back in the running. I was clear by my doctor, but I'm actually on a running program and all this other stuff. So I'm doing mm-hmm. it smart this time, not trying to run like just 26 miles. So like my end goal right now is marathon. Yeah. That's it. So once I get to the point of run a, run a marathon, then it's done. And then I can decide what I would do from there. Ultra okay. marathon. I thought about that stuff. There, I know a major. Hundred milers. Yeah, I know a major who, uh, not not through anything I do in the army. Through, he came to our gym and was like, "Yeah, I want to run an ultra marathon." And my first question was, "Why?" <laughs> like, and his, uh, you know, like that. I just any of those people, those David Goggins types. I'm just like, why. I watched a so brutal on your body. That's I mean that kind of goes with this. I watched a documentary. Um, these two friends, uh, I think they live in Seattle. Um, one guy's a film documenter, and the other guy was like a. I don't know what he did, but uh, they're best friends, <coughs> and uh, he was like the one guy that he was like doing the film on, even though they were both doing the thing. He was talking about how he's his hero because he was always challenged all his life because he was a smaller dude and all these other things but he's also the one that always signed them both up for these races and they did like a hundred mile one in colorado which is just like up and down mountains oh my god all gosh. the time and like they were like getting crushed you know obviously because it's 100 miles up and down mountains and they can't even like he had to walk backwards for miles because like his uh hamstring and everything was so jacked up yeah his quads his quads, <clears throat> so he had to walk back, or no, yeah, the other, his hamstrings are jacked up, so he had to walk backwards for miles down mountains and everything, because his quads are so lit up. 
But uh, just to get some relief. Yeah, just get some relief and just wreck his shins and quads but, on the way. Or yeah, like they were like, I don't know, like watching him go through like all the struggles of it because they like did the whole thing, like you know, like uh, he's crying at points and all this other stuff, and then like when they succeed and like he's just overwhelmed with such emotion because he succeeded at doing his goal. Yep. And then what do they do? They're looking for the next one. Oh yeah, next one, and it's like oh, I think that's one of the things that. You know, something that it was, I don't know if I want to call it an insight or something I had, not to get super woo-woo, but <clears throat> I remember being on a ruck march that was, like, blistering cold, sleet in my face. Like, it was it was miserable. There's no other way to put it. And this was at a training event, so I was with a lot of other people. And that's always motivating anyway, because it's oh, yeah. like you don't want to be, no other way to put it, you don't want to be the bitch in the group. Yeah. But I kind of started thinking about, like, the yin yang which to me the yin yang has always been like overdone and in you know like yeah kind of overly woo-wooed and stuff like that but i just started thinking about it for some reason a lot yeah i do (laughs) and uh (laughs) it uh well you know what i mean like i know what you mean (laughs) whenever i see a yin yang before i I was thinking about this i was just like uh, remember when i was a kid i used to think they were so cool but yeah i've been uh yeah. Kind of just disenchanted with them as well because so many people will just... Yeah, they're just everywhere. Now they just remind me of stoners. Yeah. But... Oh, I was push pull, yeah. man. I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, if you look at a yin-yang, it's, you know, it's kind of two shapes connected to each other with a dot in the middle and opposing colors. And I was thinking about like, you know, when you surround your shit, you see so many people who are surrounded with so much good stuff, Right. And their center focused is what's is what's shitty in life, mm-hmm. you know. And that's that is kind of one side of the yin yang. It's like everything's mostly good, and you're just sitting on the couch focusing about what's wrong. You're not thinking about the fact that you've got electricity or you know central air conditioning or good friends and a body that's working for the most part. Like you're just thinking about all the shit that's wrong and what you want and blah blah blah. And I think that's the cool thing about doing hard shit is that like on this ruck march that it was again absolutely miserable is like you you're surrounded by things that are making you uncomfortable making everything shitty and you have a drive to not feel that way you have to think about the positive shit you have to be like you have to force your center focus to not be on how most of this really sucks you know mm. you have to think about what about it is making me better and i think that's what's important about having that balance and that stress in your life is that you're you're forced to focus on what's good, you know. Surround your shit, surround your life with doing hard shit, or coming up against challenges, or getting over adversity, and that's your option. Like if you want to survive and thrive, that's your option. You have to make All your right. center focus. Hey, what's good? What am I grateful for? Why is this important? So that's I think- that's I don't know. That's what kind of came up in my mind during that ruck march and succeeded through it and was pretty wrecked after but it was worth it 100 percent. and like right now this is more like the the bigger scale i mean it comes down to as well like there's simple things that'll build your mental fortitude as well like doing the stuff that you like we were talking about the beginning that you need to do every day or the stuff that you should be doing every day like when you're supposed to do it like you know like if you like we uh, we talked about this in podcast. Like when you walk by trash, and you either just yeah. leave it or you pick it up. 
Yep. That little win loss there is gonna help set the tone as well. Like people don't realize that it is. It seems so simple. Yep. You either walk by it or you pick it up. But that'll tell me a lot about a person instantaneously. It's like watching someone at the shopping carts and they just leave the shopping cart or they take it's it to exactly the stall. Exactly like They've that. done studies on it. Like they can tell. Like they did studies on it. And they can tell how good of a person you are by if you take or leave the shopping cart. Yep. And uh, it's the same thing with that th- trash. Like. Not necessarily if you're a good person, but I'll know your work ethic. Like, if you don't want to bend down and grab something, something simple, and just grab it, toss it to a trash that's anywhere around you. Yeah. Or you just walk by it, and, like, that's kind of, like, what you're supposed to do, or something that you should do. Yeah, you're... Force yourself to do it. Your behaviors create you every day, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and there's everyone has something in their head that's telling them like, Hey, what's, what's the right thing that's in line with who I want to be in my goals and what's the wrong thing. And the more you execute behaviors that go against who you think you're supposed to be, like the more you start to become the person you don't want to be. I mean, you're just telling your brain how to think with your behaviors, with every action, you know? Yeah. And I think that's something that's really important. That's like, you know, that's like that, thing that came around a while ago was a Navy SEAL who I believe is an admiral or something was speaking. He goes, make your bed every day. Yeah. You know, start your day with success and you don't have to, it doesn't have to be your bed though. That's a really good start. It can be anything. I mean, yeah. what's, do you want to wake up and do 10 push ups and that's how you start your day with accomplishment, you know, start your day with success and set the tone. I, I remember reading something that was like, you know, your, your consciousness isn't totally formed in the first hour of the day. It's one of those things that it, like, it starts to come together. I don't, you know, like we woke up and jumped on this podcast. You know what I mean? Yep. We made the commitment like a day or so ago and we're like, all right, yep. we'll get up at five twenty, start about five thirty, five forty, and yep. go until about at the latest six twenty, six thirty, Cause that's yeah. the time frame we have. Cause yeah. I have to go to work and he's going to go back to bed. Yep. So. <laughs> I'm going back to sleep for a couple hours. Yeah. Should be nice. Maybe. But that's the other thing is now I'm sitting here all jazzed up thinking like, hey, I can get on the website because we have, just so you know, uh, bigger products coming out that are more individualized. And that's something that, you know, we want to get done here in the next two weeks. We can start getting out of people. We're always doing stuff. Everyone listens. I mean, right now we're running ads, getting data on all that. We're narrowing down our, you know, like everything that comes back from that, the feedback. We're narrowing down the group of people that are interested and awesome so yep you know it's it's all fun like even all of these parts are like interesting like the stuff that you don't think would be it yeah. is when you see like your demographics and you're like oh man well that's something else <coughs> that we were just discussing before the podcast was uh the personal challenge i need to undertake right now is just getting my charger away from my bed so that i'm not on my phone before i go to bed or first thing when i wake up you know, because if, if the first thing you're doing when you wake up is jumping on your phone and immediately becoming distracted, well, now you're a lot more distractible the rest of the day. Yep. It's I used to have that issue. Like, you wake up at the yep. time that you're supposed to wake up, and then you sit on your phone for a while, and you're like, oh, I should have already been out and doing stuff. Yep. And that's that's something that actually helped me a lot this morning was, you know, I woke up at 5, and I got to be up here at 520. And I'm like, okay, I need to get going. So being able to wake up and immediately getting to the tasks at hand Rather than having a bunch of room to, you know, lay in bed. Oh, I can sit here for 15 minutes and dick around on my phone, blah, blah, blah. That's, you know, in the end, it's just not helpful for the rest of your day. Yeah. 
It really isn't. So your challenges don't have to be these huge ultra marathons. They can be well, as simple as like, hey. And it's like you said, it's that, or like we were saying, it's that little win loss. Like you tell yourself you're going to get up at this time and yep. then you don't. You don't. Even if you're awake and you're not up and then like, then you're like, before you know it, you're in a little bit of a rush. You're like, oh gosh, I got to get up and now I have to like go do this real quick, do this, and then I have to get out the door. Yeah. Where if you would have got up at that time, you'd have had plenty of time to just kind of mosey around. And yep. Or even if you wanted to get up and, and purposely start your day with, hey, I want to read a chapter. Yeah. Hey, I want to write down my goals for the day. I want to do even just 10 minutes of stretching. I mean, you can start your day a lot more productively with the same 15 minutes that you would have just been on your phone pretending like it's actually, you know, starting your day off. It's really not. So I've been doing lately. I wake up and I write yep. my five things that Pat, like Patrick Tucker told us. Yeah. I've been doing trying to do that a lot. So I've been doing this uh, Ivy League method where you write down the six things that need done that day by order of priority. Like what's the most important to like the six most most important because every day, every day people can wake up with a hundred things they think they need to do. Yes. But if you don't get through all six, you just migrate those things to the next day. And that's that's been pretty helpful. It really has. Just, just to see how much you get done. So if you're interested in something like that, Ivy League method's really interesting. But like I was saying, it doesn't have to be like an ultra marathon. You can just find what's making you weak right now. And for me, that's what's making me weak. You know, it's, it's affects, affecting my sleep. It's affecting my ability to set the tone before I go to bed and right when I wake up. Yep. So, you know, that's just my small thing right now is... is Everything else seems pretty much in order. I'm doing really well, but this thing is having a large effect and it's such a small thing. So that's my challenge. Yep. And obviously the goal is never perfection because it's never going to happen. Yeah. Um, you're always going to have something that you're going to have to strive for. You're going to find something and things are, once you build something up, something is obviously going to get a little bit less, but it's like just getting better all the time. And, uh, a lot of this also comes with like kind of killing uh who is that harry hep hepnall killing the ego oh yeah I mean, you have ego attached to a lot of the stuff you do and a lot of stuff you don't do so <laughs> yep. when you start doing one or the other like you start to feel even subconsciously that either you're not doing you or something similar to that and like that'll try to stop you in his tracks like you have to fight against that as well yep like for me running and not lifting my main goal is the running the lifting is second secondary at this moment and to me that's an ego kill every yep. time i do it, i'm like you know like it's deep breath in deep breath out and I have to go do it but it's like to me it hurts me every time because that's <laughs> what i what i love to do and I'm actually starting to really like running and stuff again now that I'm actually doing it correctly and not just killing myself when I go in there every time. Yep. Because there's a lot more to it than most people think there is if you're actually doing it for a reason and you're building stuff up. So Yeah. I think that's the hard part is, you know, you def in your case, you define yourself in a positive way. Like, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a strength trainer. I'm a lifter. You know, running's not my thing. Yeah. But I think a lot of people define themselves in a negative way. Exactly. Yep. You know, they're like, oh, I'm not motivated. I'm not this. I'm not that. They start yeah. describing themselves. And it's not even them. I start stuff, but I don't finish. Yeah. It's it's the weakness in their brain that's defining themselves. Yeah. You know, like the weakness in their consciousness that's trying to 
keep them at the status quo. And it's like, you have to have a revolution against that. You really do. You got to overthrow. You're, you're never going to beat down that dictator. Totally. It's always going to be there. Oh yeah. But it's repetition. I mean, even if you start at zero and get to a consistency of once a week, you're doing better. You're starting to win the fight. And fuck for most people, it's taking that small win. Like I hate when people don't do that. Like, Oh yeah, start doing, but it's only once a week. I'm like, that once a week is a win. It's a yeah. fucking win. It doesn't matter if you weren't doing it before. Yeah. You're doing it now. It's a win. Yeah. Take it and write it. Like, don't sell yourself short and say it's nothing. Or like, yep. oh, yeah, I'm only do. It's not your only. You just increased it by one. And guess what? Yep. You can increase it by another one as you it's get. It's 100% yeah. increase. Yeah. I'm like, why yep. the, I don't, I've never understood why people do that. I mean, I understand. It's, it's just like changing your mind about it. Like. Yeah. Like seeing your successes as a success instead of just be like, oh, it's only one step. I'm not making any more, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's because you didn't see, like you said, you didn't see it in a positive yep. light. You saw it as a negative instantly about doing something positive. <laughs> it is something positive, yeah. but it's not good enough. And I think, yeah, if you sit there and say like, hey, I'm only doing once a week. It's like, hey, yeah, like it's a 100% increase. Why don't you think about it that way? And B, you can think it's not enough, but it's not zero. You know, do you, are you going to, are you going to feel worse at one day a week versus never? I think that's a lot of people's thing is like, yeah, it's just changing your mind about like what you're doing. Cause yep. then they get back into that cycle and then they'll stop doing it. Like, well, you have to question who are you comparing yourself to? God, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, so many I people. like that rule of compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Yeah. Cause it's like, if, if you're just comparing yourself to everyone else, like a, they're doing the same thing to you maybe on different arenas in their life or different skills. But what's the benefit in that? You know, like really ask that question. Is this even helpful for me to be comparing myself to everybody else? Or do I get to just take my win and acknowledge my progress? Usually never. Yeah. It's (laughs) It's usually never good to compare yourself to others. I mean, I think the only time, and it's not, it's not even comparing yourself to others. It's, it's just saying, Hey, here's someone who's good at something and I would like to be like them. You know, what are the things I have to do and how do I improve? That's a totally different mindset than yeah, but that person's better see, I don't see that as comparing. That's yeah, like you're admiring someone. So you're yep. going to, you're going <clears> to <throat> build yourself towards that goal upon like their steps they've already taken. You're not like, I'm not there yet. Let me yeah. just like keep failing essentially. Cause when you compare, you're failing until you succeed. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Like, Oh, I want to get six pack abs, like blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you next day you wake up, you don't have them. Yeah. Like, oh, I failed again. I already failed. Oh, I failed again. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Or you're taking those wins, like we said. Yeah. You're losing weight. You're starting to see definition after months. Like, hell yeah. And you're taking yeah. that as a win, 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 win until finally you have them months down the road, yeah. maybe a year down the road. I mean, if, if you're picking any goal that you're not already, <clears throat> that you're not, this goes for financial already stuff as well and everything. Yeah. I mean, like, any, any goal you start, you're already failing at. Yeah. That's the point. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most people don't understand that. Why? Why? Until you succeed, you have failed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're, I'm sorry, you're guys. already failing. Like, and that uh, should be that should be liberating because now I you have a direction to go. Yeah. But, I mean, why why beat yourself up over that? It's like, well, that's that's duh. That's the point. Yeah. The point is you're already failing at it, and you want to be successful at it. So, now yeah. you're just conscious that you're failing while you're actually trying versus failing when you're not trying. And you're freaking, yeah, you're learning, you're learning more ways of how yeah. not to do the thing. It shouldn't be that painful. Oh yeah. It really shouldn't be. It's, it's, 
kind of an obvious truth about anything. Oh, I'm going to be bad at this. So I should never do it. What? What? No, you're going to be bad at it, at it because that's the process of getting good at it, you know? Yep. But it takes those things where you have to acknowledge like, okay, I mean, go, go into it and say it out loud. Be like, okay, I'm going to come up against that part of my mind that wants to compare itself to other people. I'm going to come up against that part of my mind that thinks that even doing this once weekly is going to be nothing, you know, isn't enough. Like I'm going to come up against things in my mind that are against me. If you say that out loud and you just name it, like then it becomes like when it shows up, you're not like, Oh no, you're like, yeah, I said this was going to happen. You know what I mean? It just becomes like stupid and obvious. If it's something like it's that big of a deal to you, like to where like you're not feeling like it's success or whatever, um, or that you're not making these strides, then it's like you said, you got to kind of define like these cat. What are you doing? I don't know. Um, there's another fire Define uh, these things like you said to where uh the cat's going a little crazy just a little bit um kind of give them a little bit of life so that you can be prepared for them if you know that's like your mindset around them um they have to have form to them that way you can be prepared for it like if that's like you and me uh i mean obviously we deal with it but we we do deal with it because we still do the things that we're doing and take those steps and strides and sometimes we fail and I can move on and then there's people who don't like they fail and then it's like feel depressed for a while and then they'll try again later and do the same thing and same thing but it's because yep. they never define that failure they're just like oh I'm a failure yeah <coughs> I, I think it's one of those things that I always tell my clients it's like surfing like you have to keep getting on the board and until you find the wave that's gonna take you all the way to the shore you know yeah I mean Either way, I will say I succeeded at surfing on my second try. Did you? Yeah, it was amazing. I'm actually pretty confident I'd be good at surfing. It was a lot of fun. Just because I've been on some form of a board, yeah. skateboard, longboard, I was about to say, yeah, snowboard, I used to skateboard, so it wasn't like wakeboard. Yeah. Yeah, snowboard. I've all been those on things. all those things as well. Yeah, all those a things longboard. I've never been longboarding, but. Ooh. but uh, I will destroy you on a longboard. <laughs> see the neat episode where I talked about two people I almost killed. <laughs> well, uh, one was his fault. The other one, all the <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> yeah. You did warn the other guy. Yep. Now he's mentally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mentally broken for the rest of his life. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but you know, these are just things to think about. It's, I think it's important that you can start big or small. You know, sometimes I think it's good to have one huge goal that you aim yourself at, you know, singularly. I think that's really helpful. And other times I think you're going to be in a season in your life where, you know, like, like I was saying, like things in my life are relatively great. I'm very much enjoying my life. I have this one small thing (laughs) that is creating big things, you know, like, and we include ourselves in all of this stuff we talk about, you know? So right now it's that small thing. That's, that's an obstacle, you know? obstacle on the bigger path that just needs taken care of and that just creates momentum you know like what's the next thing after this i know something that i want to do is i want to make my room a lot more minimalist like i want less distractions in my life so one of those things it's okay if i can get rid of this one tiny distraction in the two 20 minute periods you know or usually it's like an hour period before bed and like 15 20 minutes in the morning it's about six inches tall yeah two inches wide <laughs> <coughs> That's a like my different unit. way to put it. <laughs> it's much like my unit. 
<laughs> it's one of those things that it builds momentum into the next thing. Like, okay, the yeah. theme right now is I'm eliminating distractions. If I can get rid of this distraction just in these two time periods in my day, what's the next step? What's the next logical step? When else can I eliminate, you well, know, these not distractions? Only that, but I mean, like you said, it interferes with your sleep and all that other yeah. stuff. So it's like you're going to gain other benefits from not doing it besides more time not being on it. You're going to have probably better sleep. You're going to have more sleep. Yeah. All these other things. And it's going to carry over into all your other stuff. Your workout, your uh, mental capacity throughout the day, all this other stuff. Like your stress is going to be lower probably. Yep. Uh, everything like that. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, it totally, you know, they call it kind of a keystone habit. Habits that affect all other parts of your day or all other habits. What do they call it when they, you do like a technolo- technology break every night? Like, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. I've heard it called a dopamine fast. Yeah, something like that. Where um, you're not, you're not a, and that's something I've noticed since I quit coffee is that my phone usage went up, which is really interesting because it's like. What I told you. Like, <laughs> like, that's why I like coffee and all yeah. that stuff because I stay focused in. Yeah like hard and then like yeah if i don't i get distracted very easily yeah it's like and a natural i wonder <laughs> just being <coughs> excuse me just being a neurotransmitter nerd i wonder if it's like okay i'm not pressing the dopamine button with caffeine all day now am i pressing it with social media or or looking stuff up on google you know like having 90 tabs open on my phone where you just like find the next thing that presses the dopamine button, the next thing. I mean, that's how these apps are designed to keep yeah. scrolling, to keep getting that little dopamine press. So I wonder if that's not some, how some part of it. How many people liked my status? Ooh. Yeah. That's why I need to do that genetic testing and see like if I don't have any of those, those errors in my code that make for low dopamine. I'm not going to get into that right now, but it's interesting. It is. Yeah. Very cool. interesting. Yeah, I think these are these are things that, you know, definitely definitely worth looking into. Yeah, you know, I think it, just write down what are what are some challenges I've always wanted to achieve. What are some things that'll give me momentum towards those <coughs> challenges and start executing. It starts with, like I said, small things. Like I don't want to pick up the trash either, guys. I don't. Yeah. I fucking don't. Every time I go to, I see it. I question myself: Are you gonna pick this up? <laughs> I just always relate things back to smaller things because I think the small details pick up into the big ones. Like the things you're unwilling to do, even though it's so simple, are going to add into the things that you should be doing that are bigger or for other people and all this other stuff. So you're going to meet resistance in almost anything and everything you do. And it's how you work through it. Yeah. <clears throat> Who is it? Uh, He says resistance is the enemy and you fight it every day. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, he wrote the book, um, The Art of... Yeah, ch- the, choose The you. Art of War, or The War of Art. Yeah, the War oh, of yeah, Art. yeah, I love that book. Um, He's an author. I can't remember it, though. Yeah, I have him downstairs. Yeah, he's, it's, that's a real good book, if you guys haven't read it, by the way. It's pretty yep. short as well. It's only like, I think it's less than 200 pages. Yeah, and every every page, or every chapter is like one and a half pages. So I read that on digestible. my... I found it in a hostel when I was traveling around America when I was very sick. And I, was, <laughs> I was road tripping for four months through, <laughs> through America. <laughs> uh, and I just, I took it. You're like, this I is stole mine it. Now. I stole it from a hostel. I feel like hostels are a place where books are free. I gave a book, though. 
I stole it. Oh. But that wasn't a place that you were supposed to do exchange. that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked it a lot. And I read it within like a a two-day period. I was in this hostel because it was like on the ocean. And I was like, just took it to the ocean. I read it. And it was like, awesome. And then I was like, I'm going to take this and give it to someone else. I left a book there. And I did. You left it on the beach? No. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. going to say. I left it in the hostel, and then I took the book and gave it to someone else. Gotcha. I like doing I like gift, gifting books that I really enjoyed or have changed something. Yep. Or made me think deeply, like that original wisdom one I gave you. And yeah. I, co- I have a bunch of them upstairs now because I just Stacks bought a bunch. Of them. Yeah, just so I can give them out. I just like it it's a lot. It's like the primal blueprint. I think I've given out at least 15 or 20 of those books. Yeah, it's so good. Yep. And always make sure you pay for them because the author deserves some revenue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like support him if you support him or her if you like. Yep. <clears throat> but yeah. Yeah. Is, is, is pirating stuff even a thing still? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, I remember LimeWire back in the know, day. Man. I mean, you can. I when I look up a book sometimes on Google or like work look up a phrase like that, you know, trying to figure out what book it is. Because mm-hmm. I mean, some I've read quite a few books, so like it's hard for me to remember where each or I pull all of this information from. You know, like it pops up random times like that. And yeah. then, uh, like, it'll be like, oh, download this book. And it'll be free sometimes. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, huh. But, yeah. I mean, it's the little choices and then that are going to to the big choices. So, usually, I'd say make the difficult one. Yeah. I think if anybody needed, like, a starting point, because I think this applies to most people, is when your alarm goes off, Get right out of bed. Yep. Don't stay in bed. Just roll over and do a push-up S- or something. Yeah, start there. Whatever you do next is whatever you do next, but yep. don't stay in bed. Like, that That can be your one starter challenge just to get things going. And it'll make a big difference. You'll yep. be a lot more motivated if the second your alarm goes off, you stand up. Yep. You know, and you don't you don't push start the snooze button. Snoozing, the snooze button messes up your sleep up. You know, so so many ways anyway. So you gain nothing from going back to sleep. For no, five minutes. it actually <laughs> really really messes up your your rest sleep cycles. So something to think about. Yeah. But I think that's uh that's most <clears throat> of what we can say on mental fortitude. We can't leave the yeah. podcast without mentioning our buddies at Ghost Tactician. They are oh, yeah, good friends like of ours. Guys. Yeah, good friends of ours. <laughs> uh, Chris Damien and and Ryan Crum spelled with a K. <laughs> they are <laughs> uh you you guys if you're a new listener uh we've talked about ghost tactician and specter concepts quite a bit we have a podcast that we had sitting down with them and we've taken their courses they are a training business they train you on tactical weapons so we've trained on tactical pistol uh, tactical carbine which is like your rifle training and just recently we did kind of a video shoot with them while we were training <clears throat> clearing homes and you know your shoot move communicate tactics when you're clearing a home hostage situations yeah. anthony was the hostage God, he was, was the damsel beautiful. in distress it's and i was the tiredest one <laughs> <laughs> no but you definitely <clears throat> check them out they're at ghost underscore tactician yeah, underscore tactician and then specter dot concept yep specter dot concepts s-p-e-c-t-r-e dot concepts yeah on instagram you can check out both of them their website is live and they are starting classes this month so definitely sign up with them 
and I think they already Give have their website associated with their Instagrams. So oh, I'm perfect. Pretty sure, I'm yeah. pretty sure if you go to their Instagram, it'll have their website linked to it. So yep. And um, you know, not to make this dark, but yesterday there was a mass shooting in Colorado. Oh yeah. I saw that. And just reading about that, you know, the thing that comes to my mind, and this isn't a political statement; it's just a statement. Is that I know it gets used politically. Is that you know I wonder how it could have been different if there was somebody there who was well trained, not just somebody who owned a gun, yeah, but somebody who knew knew how to utilize a, a gun for you know maximum <clears throat> efficiency and and little room for. And I want people to realize casualty. That, yeah, when we talk about this, we're talking about people who have gone through training or somewhat similar to like what Crumb is offering and uh, yeah. Chris and them, you know, like yeah, with proper safety and proper yep. training guess what it's it's an extension and it's a it can yeah. be put to good use you don't need to yeah it's fear not it necessarily it's not enough <clears throat> to be a gun owner you know like and, and even a responsible gun owner who knows how to be safe with a gun like you should be efficient too yeah so we're gun owners you know this is something that that whether you believe in it or not we find is is beneficial for the safety of ourselves and others and we wanted to be beyond just a carry concealed class, safe with weapons, you know, like, but yeah, also I can, efficient. I can carry, but cool shot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, like that's, that's great, but you should be in a situation where even one of our, uh, friends who came to the class with us, he had just got his concealed carry, but he had never done really any, a whole lot of shooting. He said, yeah. even with his gun that he had, that he got his concealed carry with. Yeah. It's, like, oh. it's something that's going to make you a lot more confident. <clears throat> Um, and yeah. if you're a person who's in the market for a gun or you're already a gun person, they also do custom pistols and custom rifles. Oh, hell yeah. They do the smithing. Yeah. Yeah. They make some cool stuff. They have a Fit AF rifle coming our way, which oh, we're pretty, we that. are pretty stoked about. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. So definitely check them out. And if you haven't checked out our podcast with them and you want to learn more about them, they're very interesting, stoic military people. I will say <clears throat> once you crack those eggs a little bit. Oh my gosh. They're a little, they're a little fun. They are a little bit. But yep. <laughs> <laughs> I know the classes are very enjoyable. Um, very, very, uh, um, I'd say informational and they drive it home each yep. class in different ways. And they kind of have their own techniques. Each of them, they're both a little different. So you might relate one, more to one than the other. Yeah. And they'll tell you the exact thing. Like, they both have different ways of teaching, but they complement each other very well. Yeah. Um, I think it's just yeah. enjoyable to go. It's a lot of fun. I think the interesting thing too is like, it's kind of like a personal trainer, but for using your weapon is that yeah. once you take one class with them and they kind of understand your habits and the things you need to work on, you know, the next thing you do with them, you're building on that and they know you, they know what you're good at, what you need to work on. Yep. So, you know, it's it's no different than a personal trainer who's going to have information about you and understand what your starting point is and then build on that every sort of course or class you take with them or session. It's the same with them. You know, they're going to know you. They're going to build that relationship with you and they're going to build upon your skill set where you're at. So yep. definitely worth checking them out. Um, and then definitely go to our website, thefitaf.com yes. or campaigns.thefitaf.com. And for all of our listeners that are already in the program, Leave a fucking review, yeah. you bastards. <laughs> Do that. I don't um, know how many people. <laughs> yep. We have quite a few people in there now. And then I think only yeah. one or two of them left reviews on Google. I'm like, dude, yeah. it's, it's easy. You like us. You like our programming. 
We love yeah. you guys. Yeah. Please help Work us. Work hard for you. <laughs> help you, us. You take that 90 <laughs> seconds out of your day. Be be super helpful. Give us but, all those stars. Yep. All of them. And you can check us out at Gamified Fitness on Facebook. If you want to join our Facebook group, we also have a Discord coming your way Whee! for the super gamers that want to talk with us a lot more or just game with us. So that's another one of our mottos is game with us, train with us. So, Oh, I thought it was play with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.